Hello and welcome to another episode of You've Got Mail. I'm your host Bella and we're here for another week which is very exciting. I've got a lot to share for this episode because the past month has been a little bit crazy and a lot of good things have happened and I think it's because when May started I decided to make a shift in my mindset. I decided to really try and focus on gratitude and I did the magic. I didn't carry on with it. I need to carry on with that but I decided to make a proper shift with my mindset and the things that have happened since I've been doing the things I'm going to share with you are kind of cool and I'm excited but first off life update because a lot in my life is well I say a lot's changed a lot hasn't changed as well it's kind of it's been very busy but I'm currently in Scarborough which is nice for the first time in a while I had a weekend in Scarborough just on my own which was very nice it was nice just to be at home I think I love traveling to Manchester and I'm so grateful that I get to go and work in the city and kind of have the duality of the two of like the city life and the very like calmer, slow down home life. But sometimes it gets pretty overwhelming. And I find in the city I can get, I feel a little bit claustrophobic. I don't, I feel like I need more space. And I think that's because where I live is so outdoorsy and so naturey that I'm just used to seeing a lot of open space. And I'm used to being able to go by the sea and just kind of breathe and be calm and just like chill out like that. Whereas when I'm in the city, there's so many people and it's constantly busy and going on that it's kind of, it gets a little bit overwhelming. And I think working as well, it was all just like, there was a lot. And I think also it's living in someone else's house that isn't your own house. Like, as much as I love living in Manchester it's not my own space so you kind of crave a bit of your own space as well and I think it's made me realize that when I do eventually find my next city to live in which I know I've got London first but the one after that I want a city that has a bit of both that has that kind of ability to escape into the natural like it's been ability to escape into kind of more greenery and a calmer environment as well as having the city, I think that would be my perfect situation. Like a city by the beach. Mind you, the beach would probably be really busy then. Like a city where it doesn't feel like a city all the time, everywhere. Maybe I'll find one. I'm sure there is one. I just haven't really searched. But that is what I need. That is what I have been knowing that I need to look for in the next place that I go to. But what have I been up to this week? Well, since we last spoke, God, last weekend was busy. Last weekend was the Jubilee where we saw a whole different type of the British person. A whole different Brit emerged in that situation. I don't know if any of you guys watched those TikToks where it was like, I'm interviewing the really normal people who camp outside Buckingham Palace three days before the Jubilee. Oh my God. Some people love the Queen. I had no idea. Some people offered to pay double taxes for her. I was like, no, thank you. I am not paying double taxes for her. Some people salute her each morning. It is mad. I had no idea how much we loved the monarchy. I had no clue. I thought everyone just thought like bit average, but apparently not. So that was eye opening. But it was really nice because me and Louis came back from Manchester together, which was lovely. And then we had a weekend where I just saw a lot of family. And I find that, I always find that really nice after I've had a weekend of doing, a week of kind of doing my own thing, doing lots of friends things, city things. It was a very grounding weekend and it was just calm and peaceful and I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. But I learned a valuable lesson. So I was going on a night out on the Friday and... I don't, you know, when you just arrive somewhere and you know you just don't want to go. I just, I had this feeling, this sick feeling. And I was like, I just 
don't want to go all of a sudden but I'd got there and I'd got ready and I didn't feel like I could suddenly turn around and be like actually you know what you guys go on without me I think I'm gonna deck out of this one I didn't feel like I could say that because I'd gone so far through with the plan and so I went on the night out I had an awful time I nothing on anyone I'm nothing on anyone else I just was not in the right headspace for the night out I wasn't and it, I just didn't enjoy it. it. It was terrible. It was awful. So that was a valuable lesson to learn. Going into something, if something doesn't sit right with you, you don't need to go through with it. And it, I finally learned that at the ripe old age of 21, that I don't need to do anything. No matter how far through you are with something, you can always step back and say, no, you know what, tonight this isn't for me. This isn't what I want. And I think that was the thing. It just wasn't what I was looking for that night and I didn't realize it I think after the work week what's changed is when I was working as a beauty expert I had a day off in the middle of the week so I only ever worked Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday so so I had Wednesday Saturday Sunday off which meant on the Wednesday I did used to do all of my podcast things I did all of my content I recorded loads of stuff and that was kind of like my job on that day and then on the rest of the Saturday Sunday I could do whatever I want but now because I've lost that free time I'm having to do a lot more work in the evenings which I don't mind because I really enjoy doing it but it has meant I'm a lot more tired at the weekends and I think in a weird way I kind of need Friday nights to recharge but Friday nights are also my favourite nights because it's when you have the most amount of time until you have to go back to work. So it's a tricky situation, but this is what I'm learning. Maybe Friday night needs to be more of a recharge night. I guess it's totally week dependent, but next time I'm going to prioritise how I feel and you should definitely do that too. But other than that, my boyfriend's house, they had a massive street party, which is exciting. And they went and there was loads of cakes and there was everyone was dressing up. And it was kind of crazy to see how many people live on one street. I swear there were more people there than actually live there. People were definitely just turning up for the free food. A hundred percent. I wouldn't have been surprised if there was an event on Facebook inviting people from all over Scarborough. But it was a really nice day. And then on Monday, we were back to work. But... Oh, I've skipped Thursday, Friday. I forgot it was a bank holiday. This is the thing. I feel like last week was a bit of a fever dream. It was a bit of a life passed so fast because I was only at work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, Nini came and she left to go to Costa Rica. No, Nini came to Manchester and left to go to the Azores. Um, She had a very flying visit home, literally was home for seven days, which I think was a little bit unnerving because it was all so fast. But it was really nice being able to spend some time with her and show her Manchester and show her where kind of like Louis is and that type of thing. So I enjoyed that. It was really nice to kind of see her off because she stayed there and then we sent her on away. But we ended up going out and she ended up only having one hour sleep. And I waved goodbye to her because I hadn't gone to sleep yet. So I I just didn't sleep. And it was awful. I think that's why on the Friday, why on the weekend, it was so nice to have like a family focused weekend because I was exhausted. I was so tired because... Other than the Queen's Jubilee, oh, how could I forget? On the Saturday, it was my granddad's 80th, which was really, really lovely because I haven't spent much time with my family like, all together, my boyfriend, my family, like all as one, especially with him moving back to uni. And so it was really nice for everyone to see each other. And it was nice to see them and do a bit of a celebratory thing. I feel like since lockdown, since we weren't allowed to do all of these things, it's made me feel a lot more appreciative of these family events and especially as your grandparents get older I think you start to appreciate these a lot more because you know that they're not going to be infinite they're not 
gonna last forever so that was a really special thing and I'm really glad that I stayed for that because there was part of me that was thinking well four-day holiday I could actually go away me and like I I could actually go on holiday somewhere I could go to Amsterdam I could go to Barcelona I could go to Lisbon I could properly go away but I decided not to because of that and I'm really glad that I didn't so this is a reminder that not everyone's going to be here forever and sometimes you have to prioritize the things that are the most short-lived not short-lived short-term I don't know I don't know but pick the decision that you'll be grateful for when you're older that's what I'm starting to think of now and it's it's helping and then we had the full week at work which was fine work is going fine it's a bit of um it's getting harder and I recently found out I have to do this presentation on Friday and I'm trying not to feel anxious about it I'm trying to reframe it in my mind into thinking it's just a presentation it's just a presentation on zoom I'm not doing it in front of anyone. I'm just going to pretend no one is even there. I'm not getting marks on it. Nothing is happening because of it. I just really want to do well on it because my manager's going and I want to make a good impression. But that's a good positive thing and I'm not feeling anxious about it. You can probably tell I feel a little bit anxious about it, but we move, we move, we move. And then yesterday I went into town, I did loads of jobs and I got out two new self-help books, which are going to be the topics of two new podcasts. One of them was about your inner child, which I am so intrigued about because I haven't read anything about the inner child. I just see it everywhere of Instagram and TikTok and a lot of self-help books talk about it and so I'm excited to start learning a little bit more about that and in the final life update of the week god I didn't realize how many things have happened this week it's just been nice being at home I think whenever I go to Manchester I really enjoy coming home because of how much stuff you can do in the evenings here where I live and for free the thing no one tells you about city is how you are literally constantly spending money all the time all the time, even to get into the city, that's 250. Then when I get in there, oh, drinks, four pounds, then a food, 12 pounds. And that's it. It's constantly spending money. Whereas here you can just go for a walk on the beach. And that is such a nice thing. And it still feels like you've done something. And now the weather's turning. That's something that you can actually do, which I'm enjoying. It's something that doesn't feel like you're just trying to make the best of things anymore. I feel like after the lockdown, it took me so long to get used to walking again, like for enjoyment, because I could not be fucked to go on any walks after that, that walks had totally lost their illusion with me. I was like, nope, never again do I want to walk the same path. But now they're growing on me a bit more. I'm enjoying them a bit more. And I'm trying to make sure I go for a walk every single day, because I think working remotely you have to really consciously put steps in your like what you want to do to make you feel better, because no, that doesn't make sense. I feel like working remotely, you have to be really conscious of doing things that make you feel good, especially when you don't want to. Sometimes I finish work and I really don't want to go for a walk. I really don't want to go outside. I'm just tired. I've got things to record. I need to get on with that. But no, I always do it because I know I feel better afterwards. And I know it's important for me to go outside each day, which sounds silly, but it is important. And I think when I used to do revision and things like that, there'd be days where I wouldn't. And I don't think that's healthy. I need to get into the like thing of when I'm stressed, I do this automatically. Whether I'm stressed, whether I'm not stressed, whether I'm tired, whether I'm not tired, I always do this. And it's been the same with working out, recording content, that type of thing. I think making it a must, like it's not even optional. So don't even bother complaining about it. That's been good. And I always find when I start doing something that I don't want to do, for example, this week, I've been really finding it hard to be motivated to work out. Like, I've just been lying in bed, and I normally do my workouts in the morning. I've just been lying in bed thinking, I cannot imagine anything worse right now than doing a workout. I just do not want to do one at all. 
but as soon as I start doing it, I actually enjoy it and I don't mind it and it's over within 30 minutes and that's it done and I always feel better after I've done it. So if you're putting off something, tidying your room, doing your laundry or something, just do it. Just stop thinking about it and do it because the effort that you spend in complaining about it is effort. You could be just doing it and then it's gone. Then it's ticked off. Then you don't have to think about it anymore. But we should probably move to the topic of this week's podcast because it's something that I didn't want to talk about because I've been trialing it for four weeks. I wanted to put in the work to see if it actually had any impact because I don't want to be giving you advice that is totally and utterly pointless. And so for the past month, I have decided to really focus on gratitude. Not the most original thing I realised, but I thought I was a very grateful, positive person. And I am a very grateful, positive person. But there was nothing that I was doing each day to fulfill this gratefulness, if that makes sense. I would just think grateful thoughts, if that makes sense. I would acknowledge when something good happens, be like, oh, I'm grateful for that and move on with my day. But then I remember watching, I don't know if you guys follow her, she's called Shelby on Instagram. She creates really good content. I like her reels a lot. But she spoke about how for the past year, every single day, without fail, she has been writing out her goals daily without fail goals I was like that's interesting because I try and journal every other day and I try and read and do these things but there's not something I do every day that doesn't really take much not brain power but you know when you're not the goals that I write are the same every day so they become a bit of a routine of us this is something I write and by doing that each day I found it was a quite a grounding experience because I started, I bought a notebook and on one side I write my goals and on the other side I write 10 things that I'm grateful for. And I started doing this each day, each day, each day. And for the first week, didn't really notice too much of a difference. It was all kind of normal. But now I'm in week five of doing this. I've written it for 35 days and not continually because this is another thing that I know she does it every single day but sometimes I I've forgotten like once or twice and I've just forgotten or I've been in Manchester I've just been too busy and there just hasn't been time and I don't beat myself up about it I just move on and do it again the next day and just start back again I think this is one of the issues with starting one of these habits is as soon as you fall off as soon as you fall off the wagon of the habit you think that's it's over and it doesn't have any power anymore and that you need to stop But as soon as I realised that that's such a limiting thought because you're only limiting yourself when you do that, it's not over. You've just skipped one day, just start back again. Just do it again the next day. Just get up and go again. It's fine to have a break day. It's okay. The fact is that you are on this path and you are doing that. And that's what's impressive. And changing that in my mindset has made this a habit that has become more sustainable. Because a lot of my habits that I have, I find them hard to keep going with because I feel this pressure about them. And this kind of comes into the next point about the daily gratitude type of thing, incorporating more gratitude into my life. It's the fact that I would feel a lot of pressure about these habits that I would have to do. Sorry, I've got a cold and I feel like my voice keeps changing. I promise I'm not being weird. It's just my voice is a bit fucked right now. But um, I would feel a lot of pressure about these habits that I'd have to do and it would make me feel quite anxious. But now I'm trying to reframe how I think about these things that I want to do each day into being how I want to do them rather than I should do them. For example, recording this podcast, I get to record a podcast, but recording it was making me feel anxious because I was thinking that I had to do it. And if I didn't do it, that something bad was going to happen. But the truth is nothing bad would have happened. The truth is I want to do it. 
And you need to start reframing the things that you want to do in your life into the fact that you get to do them rather than you just have to do them. Because by saying you have to do them, you're making it into a negative experience. You're already going into that experience feeling pressure and stress and not enjoyment. Whereas if you start thinking that you get to do it, you make it into an opportunity that you're really thankful to have. And that is invaluable. It's all about changing these things in your life into being things that are more positive, into thing, thinking of things in more of a positive light. I think that's what I'm trying to get across in this podcast episode. Uh, tips that you can do each day into making your life feel more positive, into making your outlook more positive on your day-to-day tasks. And writing that daily list of my goals and writing the daily list of 10 things that I'm grateful for has been so helpful in doing that. And especially not putting my pressure on myself for doing these things, creating it to a thing I want to do rather than a thing I have to do has made it into something that I can look forward to now. And especially I find it interesting because in writing out these goals each day um, and your goals can be anything. For example, some of mine are about kind of life goals, about where I want to go with this podcast or about saving goals, how much I want to have saved money wise or about friends or about relationships that I want to have or countries I want to visit. Anything that you want can be on this goal list. It's totally personal to you. It can be more about self-growth and I want to be more confident. I want to be more confident in my own skin, in my own body. For one, that was one of my one. I want to be more happy and confident in the body that I'm in. And I think by doing that each day, you align your thought process with what you actually want in life. I was speaking about it to a friend and I was telling them how I've recently started writing out my goals every single day and they're like, it's kind of mad that you do that every single day. And I was like, I know. But by doing it every single day, these goals that I have are at the forefront of my mind. I know each day what I'm doing is working towards those things and I'm reminded each morning that these are the things that I want to do. These are the things I want to do and they change as I go on. It's weird looking at it from a few months ago because I tried to do it then and I've never done it consistently. This is the difference with this time. I've always tried to have written out my goals but never consistently each morning and it's nice when you finally get to tick one off. A big one for me was getting into London School of Hygiene Tropical Medicine when I got that ticket off and the driving did it take it off and now a lot of them are focusing on social media growth and kind of getting my content further out there and it'll be really exciting when that gets ticked off and it gives you this sense of accomplishment and also makes you feel like you are on track and that you have a purpose so I couldn't recommend writing out your goals enough enough please do it it is honestly life-changing and writing them out consistently that is what is important because that's what keeps it at the forefront of your mind now the other thing that I said I've mentioned it uh, briefly before but the thing that I've been doing differently is writing this gratitude list as well now normally I write I started off writing this gratitude list in the morning but I'm now finding that I actually enjoy it more as the final thing before I go to bed So the final thing before I go to sleep, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for that have happened that day. And you need to be specific with this gratitude. It can't just be, I'm grateful to have a family. I'm grateful to have food on the table. I'm grateful to be able to breathe. I'm grateful to be able to see. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful to have money. That's it. No, it needs to be so much more specific than that. You need to be saying, I am so grateful that... I met that friend for coffee and they mentioned about that opportunity and now I'm really interested in that new career path. Or I'm so grateful that yesterday I went into that charity shop and I searched through the sale rail and I found my perfect cardigan that I've been looking for for quite a few weeks. That did happen yesterday and it's great and I love it so much. Um, But 
anyway, (laughs) beside the point, you need to be specific with the gratitude and really like think through what happened that day. And in doing this, it makes you think through all the good things that happened. And that's been really nice too. So writing out these things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes they're not as much about my day-to-day things that have happened. Sometimes they're things that have happened that have made me think about things differently. So I'm really grateful for to have watched that TikTok that made me view my relationship in a different light. I'm really grateful to have listened to that podcast that made me reframe my thinking around arguments and how I'm best putting my point across. I found all of this massively helpful and it's just made me feel better about it all, really. It makes me feel at the end of the day that kind of I've regrouped with myself, if that makes sense. I've found journaling to be a massively calming and grounding thing that I can do to connect with myself. And so writing this gratitude list has also really helped with that. I think the second part, it's it's not just writing the gratitude list that helps. And I think this is where I was slipping up. And this is where what I learned from the magic, really, which is a 28-day gratitude journal thing, which is really, really good. Um, and it's about once you've written your gratitude list, reading over each thing and being thankful for it. Okay, and it sounds a bit like, oh, okay, but trust me, it works. You need to read over each thing that you're grateful for. So I'm really grateful for listening to that podcast that changed my thing about relationships. And then I sit there and I think about my relationships and I think about how they are going to change because I've learned that. And I just think, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Okay, sounds crazy. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Every time I do, I'm like, please no one walk in. But in doing that, you actually feel really grateful for the thing that you're grateful for, if that makes sense. It's very easy to write something on a piece of paper, but that is not being grateful for it. The gratitude comes from the feeling that you feel inside. It comes from that actual focus about, you know what, that's actually a really positive experience that happens, and I feel very grateful for that. I feel very present with that thought, and I'm now realising how valuable that was in my life, and that is really what we're trying to get out for the gratitude. We're not just talking a flyaway comment. We're not just talking a thank you. And I think that's where some people go wrong with it. And I think that is very, very important. So enough about the gratitude list and about the goals lists. So you write your goals in the morning. You write your gratitude list before you go to sleep. Then go brush your teeth, do whatever you like to do. I don't know, before you go to sleep. The final thing before I go to sleep right now, like the last thing I do is I think through everything good that happened that day. I think through what I what did I do today? Like, what did I actually do? Okay, I woke up. Oh, and then I did a workout. And then I went into town and I met my friend for coffee. And I got some new books out. And then I came back and we made a lovely dinner. Got a takeaway, found a really good new takeaway spot. Besides the point. And then I watched some TV and then I read my book and it was a lovely day and I feel very grateful for those things. And then I think about like, what was my favourite thing that happened? Oh, it was that. I'm really grateful that happened. And it's weird because sometimes I forget to do this because I'm so like, I'm so tired. I've like woken up in the morning and I've been like, I was thinking about that, but I never finished thinking about that. So by when you think these things through, it made me realise how I wasn't very conscious of what was going on in my life when I go to sleep. When I go to sleep, I was just passing out and waking up and not really taking stock of everything that's happened, being present and thinking, that was really great. I'm still right now and that's okay. And I'm just thinking through what had happened. And by thinking everything through that happens in the day, it's made me feel a lot more connected with myself and what I'm doing. Sometimes I can feel a bit disconnected, a bit disjointed, like a bit far away, a detached feeling can happen. 
But by thinking these things through and attaching yourself to those memories makes you realise what a good day it was. And it makes you realise that sometimes when I've had a really shit day and I do this and I'm like, you know what, it wasn't all shit. It wasn't as bad as I'm thinking. It wasn't. And we know this because of the negativity bias. We know why this is happening. We've learned this through. We understand it now. If you haven't listened to my last podcast, that's a tip to listen to that one now because that is all about the power of bad and how negativity can control your life. But this is what has really helped me realise that I can end up feeling a little bit detached from what's going on, but by thinking through all the good things, it makes me feel a lot more attached and makes me feel a lot calmer about everything. So that's been a really helpful thing too. And the final thing that I have been trying to do each day is waking up and at some point in the day, putting on a song that I love, putting on a song that makes me just feel really happy. Everyone has that song. Everyone has a song that they love, that it comes on. They're just like, yes, this is it. I feel incredible. I feel unstoppable. This is brilliant. And I listen to that song every single day and I'll dance or I'll sing or I'll just be really happy. And I'll just think about how great everything is going at the moment. And I just think about how happy I am in myself and where I'm going and the opportunities that are coming and how what I know, what I've started to manifest and all of these things. And that's It's just like a little burst of joy in the day and it just makes me feel happy and it makes me feel grateful and it makes me realise how things aren't that bad, how things are going pretty well right now. And that's just a little little thing that I didn't realise how much it helps, but it does help. And especially if I'm ever feeling sad, then that's what I do because it shakes it out of you. And a lot of people say about how anxiety and panic disorders, you need to shake it out, you need to move yourself to get it to go. And that helps me move it. And I think... The thing with all this gratitude and this positive thing, not only does it help your mindset, I mainly did it for my mindset, but it also impacts the law of attraction. And I don't know how much you know about the law of attraction. You probably know a lot. You might not know a lot. But the law of attraction is like, basically, whatever you put out, you receive. And so if you are grateful for the good things that happen in your life, you will receive a lot more good things in your life. That is the basic of it. It's a bit more complicated. There's a lot of nuances with it, but this is the basis of it. And since I have started writing up my goals and being so grateful for the life I have, it's crazy. I have grown my podcast TikTok account by 600 followers. I feel so much happier in myself. I, it's little things that happen. Like I went to my friend's house yesterday and I said how my watch had broken. They're like, oh, I have a spare watch strap. Here you go, fixed it. And I was like, that was weird. That was weird. Like, you didn't need to give me that. I didn't even know you had an Apple Watch. Like, she had only got one the other day and she just happened to have a spare one. It's like going in the charity shop, finding that perfect cardigan that I'd been looking at for ages. It's, I managed to solve this part of my code that worked really well and it worked quite easily. And I was like, this is strange. This is just falling into place a little too well. And I think it's because I've started to try and shift my mindset to be a lot more positive. And reading The Power of Bad has helped. And this daily gratitude has really helped. So this is your reminder to start writing your gratitude list before you go to sleep and start writing your goals in the morning. You need to be conscious of the life that you want to create. You need to be conscious of where you're aiming for. And this is why it's so important to do each day. Because whilst you're doing that, imagine every time you write out your goals, you are realigning yourself to the path that you want to go on. The path that you think is the right place that you should be going on. And once you do that, you're like, yes, okay. And then you can charge forward. But if you only did this once a month, once a week, within that week, you can get distracted and you stop thinking about how 
where you want to go with this. What is the main goal? Why are you aiming for this? Why are you doing what you do each week? You stop focusing on that and you get taken away from the main point. And you come to the end of the week and you're like, oh, I didn't do anything for that goal. I forgot about it, to be honest. I forgot the, I don't know, I really wanted to go for a run this week. I forgot that. I forgot that I wanted to run a run. I wanted to run 10k at the end of the month. I totally forgot that that was even a thing. And I know this from experience because sometimes I've looked at my May goals list, looked at the things on it and been like, I didn't even realise I wanted to do that. And I've done nothing like that, which is a little bit of a shame, to be honest. And I feel guilty about it. But by writing this goals list each week, each day, I feel like I'm more aligned with what I want to do. And to be honest, it's kind of different than my May and June. Like my monthly goals list are more focused on memories that I want to create. Things that I want to do that are going to make me happy. Because I found by writing out these memories that I want to do, for example, like paddleboarding at sunset. Incredible. I would love to do that. Those are the types of goals I put on the kind of monthly lists because I want to create a life that I really love and that I'm really proud of and that I really enjoy. And the only way for me to do that is by consciously thinking up these ideas to do. It's not just spontaneously going to happen for me here. There's not enough going on, so I need to be more conscious about it. But then I would sometimes forget where I was going and why I was doing what I was doing. But writing this goals list has chelped. And if you can't guess, I'm a massive fan of it. And my cold is getting progressively worse, so I think it's time to end this podcast episode. But before we leave final reminders write that gratitude list think through everything you do each day and pick your favorite thing that you're grateful for and be thankful for it and think about how great it is like actually consciously spend a few minutes thinking it over remembering it enjoying it reliving it life-changing you go to sleep in such a happy happy mood write that gratitude list and read over every single thing that you're grateful for and actually feel grateful for it visualize who you're talking to visualize the experience that you're grateful for and it makes you feel a lot more present and aligned and again with the goals it makes you feel so much more aligned with what's going on in your life so let's move on to the new part of this podcast the new things that i've tried this week oh my god last night i tried a new curry in india and it was the most horrific experience of my life you know those tiny little green chilies the tiny 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 ones the ones that are like rocket fuel the ones that make your mouth want to burn well, I ordered the chilli paneer because my dad told me that the tofu thing that I wanted to eat wouldn't be nice. And it said lightly dusted in chilli powder. So I was like, delicious. Absolutely delicious. I can definitely hack that. Lightly custard, toasted in chilli powder. That is nothing. Oh my God, it arrived. I took one mouthful. I was like, oh shit. And it was delicious. You know when you know something spicy but delicious? It was delicious. It was nothing on them. The spice, the spice in my mouth, watering. My mouth started watering straight away the first mouthful. Then I had the second mouthful. I was like, it's fine. Because mum and dad, I didn't want to like be rude. I'd paid for this food. I'd ordered it. I didn't want to be the person that's like, oh, it's too spicy. And dad was like, well, you ordered chilli paneer. Okay, I'm back. My sister called me for a quick update. She ended up staying on the phone for a lot longer than I expected. But... The chilli paneer situation, Jesus Christ, my mouth on fire. I was like getting clammy. I had to take my jumper off. It was horrific. I couldn't eat it. 10 out of 10, great curry place. Do not order anything with chilli in and think it's going to be mild to medium. It was the most spiciest thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Would not recommend. Oh, and then last night I watched the episode of This Is Us. And if you watch it, you know the episode that I'm on about. Oh my god. 
I can't even... I can't actually talk about it right now because I will cry. Horrific. Horrific. Traumatising. Not even cathartic. Just too much. It was too much. I don't want to say anything without giving any spoilers. If you've watched it, please message me because I'm intrigued. But I need to go now because I need to go walk Lottie because I accidentally promised that I would do that and now the day has run away with me and I need to edit this podcast and there's a lot of things going on. But I hope you have a lovely, lovely week and make sure that you're following me on Instagram at you've got mail underscore pod or on TikTok, which I now post a lot more regularly and I post a different type of content, which I've been really enjoying doing. So make sure you do that at the same Instagram and TikTok handle, you've got mail underscore pod. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day and enjoy your week. See you later. Bye.